0: Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast. Your home for the most in-depth uh, commentary on the anime and manga industry. I'm your host Kevin, and with me today is Rock. How are you, Rock?
1: Awesome. Glad to be here as always, Kevin.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you back. I know it, we've been we took a little mini summer break here um, to get ready for well for you to get re- your kids ready for school and <laughs> hopefully not cry a river when you drop them off at school, but <laughs> very dramatic. Uh, and then just for me, just a little summer break of just re- catching up on some manga and anime. So, but yeah, so it's good to, it's good to be back and um, t- onto, because on today's episode, we're actually going to be covering a manga that uh, R- R- Rock and I have been talking about offline a lot is a uh, uh, Mission y- Yokozura Family. It's a manga that I definitely have had on my reading list for a long time. I'm glad that we're finally getting around to it because I keep seeing it and I, the cover has teased me like I, this is a Kevin manga and so I'm finally getting into it, <laughs> into this, so. Hopefully, right. like we'll, we'll find out if it if that's the case. With now that we both finally read it, so. Um, but before we get into all that, I wanted to do some quick housekeeping. Um, with the Manga Revolution podcast, you can always download us on any podcast service, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. Um, we would love it if you guys rate us and review us five stars. It helps us up, get there on the, on the um, r- rankings and stuff like that. So that that'd be really helpful. Um, you could also find all, all our reviews. Features and other stuff on the comic book and manga industry at revolution.com where Rock and I have been posting stuff. And I know Rock and I have been have big plans, especially when it comes to the manga side of things. Um, as we prep for the upcoming hype ball season, that we definitely have plans for it. So you keep an eye out for all our manga coverage over there. Um, and you could follow this comic revolution at CB Revolution, and you could also follow me on Twitter at Kevin the Kevin Lane and on TikTok at Nerdy Kev Rock. Where can we find you?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Rock with 2K's Revolution. Awesome. Um, so
0: like I said, we're today we're going to be reviewing uh, Mission Yosakura Family. Um, uh, this is a manga actually done by Itsuji uh, Gondore, um, who won, who like get, getting into a little bit of his background, um, he actually won the 2011 Jump Treasure Newcomer Manga Award in uh, 2011 um, at the age of 19. Um, and then he also won the 2015 weekly shonen jump golden future cup in uh for his one shot uh, Genju oh Toteku um there. And then Gondara first um first actual manga that he published out that's not a one-shot was uh Pearl's Foreign Exchange Records that in 2017 that lasted 17 chapters uh, started and ended that same year. Um so and that was his manga before this and uh uh, for Mission yazakura Ye- family, which started in August 2019, so he's been around the industry for about a, a decade before he started um, the Yozakura family. So, Rock, did you ex- did you actually read the, the foreign exchange records or any of his one shots before this?
1: I have never read anything by him before, uh, so I was going in, you know, with no preconceived notions whatsoever. Uh, what I did, though, I did do. I just try to quickly find a little bit what I like to do before I read a manga that I'm not familiar with before I read their manga. i like to go online and see if I can find out what manga inspired them or what their favorites are. Cause it kind of gives me a little window into what I might expect when I start a new manga. And Kevin, I think this won't surprise you. The, his three favorite manga. I think after reading this, that totally makes sense. One demon detective, nogami neuro two one piece and three hunter x hunter not surprised especially with hunter x hunter i actually think that that once i saw that and i started reading it i was like okay yep i got it i see where this guy's influenced by what he really loves
0: yeah Yeah, especially given that he was in middle middle school high school like during the early uh, 2000s it's like yeah that's yeah. that's prime one piece hunter right. x hunter time yep, that like yep. everybody's growing up reading that so yeah um, those were probably two biggest man- manga out there outside of like marine Naruto and bleach but totally like it, and you could tell that from like n- n- not getting into the manga yet but too much but you could tell that by the art style a little bit like what his inspirations were and like which is cool like again you always want to see that in artists of like what their manga inspirations are and you get that vibe here with with uh Vision, Je- yeah, was a Kuro family of which we'll get into here a little bit, um, but yeah, it's it's cool. And then like him winning the award in 2011 at 19, he was still in college then too, so that's, that's impressive. very very impressive. And yeah. like we've seen with a lot of these manga, um, uh, manga that it does take a while to get in. Like even though you might win these awards at an early age or like <laughs> or whatever, it sometimes the like it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get an automatic uh, manga right away. No um, so it's a very interesting scene how the manga industry works and that yeah it, it seems like uh Ytsugi, he was constantly just putting out one one shot seeing what stuck some of them he did win awards for um mm-hmm. but it, it it's interesting seeing that he was like basically in the industry for about what it what was it six five six years before he got his first ongoing manga and then um which lasted 17 chapters which we've seen with like a lot of manga recently like now that we're experiencing the (laughs) weekly release that 17 to 20 chapters it seems like usually how much you're given
1: yep yep it's 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 uh now that we get the privilege kevin of getting new manga as it's coming out we get the we get the heartbreak of watching stuff get canceled
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure but yeah, again, like it's, it, and it seems like Yozakura family, he's found something magical because yeah. it's been over 140 chapters with with this series, so it's good to dive in here. It's he's found success so, uh, with this, and so that that's kind of another reason why we're diving into it because it's a long running manga for the last about three four years. So, so yeah, and for those that might not know, uh, the Mission Yozakura family, it take it takes place in Japan. It's like in regular world Japan. It's not it like a fantasy world or anything, or not yet anyways, in terms of what we're reading in this, um, it, it, it does take place in Japan. Um, and it's um, starring Tayo Asano, who's kind of a lo- loner lifestyle. And we find out that he's living a loner lifestyle because back when he was about 12, 12 years old, um, his family was in a car accident that tragically, his his both his parents and his younger sibling, they, they all died. He somehow survived. Um, that but that caused him to be emotionally distant towards everybody and like everybody and his classmates and everything so he's seen even in his classroom he's seen as the loner people do understand it does seem like people understand why he is that way because everybody seems to know about his family and so like people try and get close to him but he's still super distant with everybody Um, but the one person that uh, Tayo isn't distant with um, is his childhood friend uh, Mutsumi Yozakura who is all uh, constantly getting um giving him attention, even making lunch for him as well. So like they actually spend time and it seems like she's the one person that uh she actually that he actually is uh close to um but which is not a great thing because we see that like the vice pres vice principal of their school is weirdly close to Mitsumi and giving her att- special attention, um which we'll find out a little bit why and um so Taya thinks that's weird. Um he goes to the school uh for a little bit and then eventually like or hi- in high school and he eventually gets kidnapped by the vice principal and he- he's re- which makes him weird-, weird out but the vice principal reveals that he's actually uh Kyo- chiro um y- Yasakura, who's the el- uh, big brother for Mitsumi, and he's a an very overprotective big brother and he f- <laughs> he finally got a reason to take tayo because he didn't like tayo because of how close he is was with- to his li- little sister and he now finally has a reason to get him because he heard a rumor that someone close to Mitsumi is trying to kill her, and which was reason enough for him to just say, Oh, yeah, it's Tayo, so I'm just going to kill him because of how close he is. Um, but before Kyoichiro um, uh, could kill Tayo, like all of Mitsumi's brothers and sisters come and uh, knock, are able to knock out Kyoichiro and take Tayo and get, get him to a safe location. And this is where they. Uh, Tayo finds out that Mutsumi is actually the current head of the Sakura family, which is a spy family. Um, and she is the leader because she's the only one without a superpower, and which is the um, the rule for the Sakura uh, family that the, the, the sibling that does not have a superpower or some sort of superhuman ability is going to be the leader of it. And she's the current head because she's the only one that lacks a superhuman ability. Um, at the same time, they tell Tayo that they're kind of screwed because they probably have a twenty-five percent chance of of defeating Koichiro and they're probably all going to end up in the hospital because he's the strongest out of the family. So, but they're still going to fight him anyways because that that's what they do. Um, and like to calm Taeil down, they just say, "Hey, you know what? We're all expert spies. We're all like even in the spy network that they even use social media for. Yeah. Um, which, which is crazy that in this world where they use social social media to right. get jobs. <laughs> um, so." Kyojuro, like, finally he appears, hears all this, causes a big fight in this, um, and he obviously defeats everybody in his family. He is able to take Taiyo uh, to um, a private area, but that that tile that he took is actually Matsumi, um, and Matsumi is finally kind of giving in to her big big brother, but there's one way that Taiyo is able to save Matsumi and to even save his own life, which is to marry Matsumi. Um, and marry into the family because there's a, also a rule that the Yazukuro family that you cannot kill anybody in the family, so uh Tayo decides to step up and just accept that he's going to be in the family. Um, but before you could put like finish off his proposal, uh Hyuchiro stops um Tayo from taking the ring that Tsumi gives him um and but Tayo like overpower like overpowers the strings that he ties him up with and finally grabs the ring, which causes him to stop, and that's kind of where we end the first chapter. Is with Matsumi and Taio getting engaged and getting married. So, um, Rock, in terms of this first chapter and just the overall series of like this first sure. seven chapters, uh, what the, what do you think of this family dynamic that we got?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll start with the first chapter yeah. first, yeah. and then we'll yeah. go from there. But just the the debut chapter again. It's it's your typical oversized fifty five page first chapter, and I I really was impressed with it. I think that Hisuchi does an awesome job introducing you to the main character uh, and giving you the enough backstory on Tayo so you understand who he is, why he acts the way he does, and essentially what his big uh, battle that he's going to have to, what, what is he going to have to overcome on his path to becoming a hero? And you get a good sense of that right from the start, really well done. I like that it's done in such a, a quick fashion. It, it makes sense. Yeah. It, it's kind of neat, this this character that's lost his family has then withdrawn as a result of that trauma is now forced to join a family to save the one person who has not given up on him. It, it's, it's, it's well done. That's a great way to introduce the main character. And then I really appreciate that Hitsuchi's able to not just do a great job, introducing tayo to us but hazuchi is able to then introduce the entire supporting cast of which kevin it's it's a fair amount of characters to introduce i mean come on the uh yosakura family gives us one two three four five six seven siblings and kevin don't forget goliath the watchdog okay he's there too that's a lot of characters to that's a big supporting cast That's a lot to introduce Mm -hmm. to to a reader in 55 pages, and I think that is able to introduce all of them to us and do it in a way that never overwhelms the reader, never confuses the reader, and succinctly lets you know, here's the supporting cast, here's the supporting character, here's their gimmick, their superpower, and a quick look into what their personality type is. Now, we'll go in-depth But you get enough of that that you're like, got it. I know what role that character is going to play, how they're going to fit together. It's well done in that first chapter. And and, you also get, I I forgot, you also get the rules of the game. Yeah. You get the rules of the game. You understand the spy world that Tio is going to be operating in. You understand the structure of the Yozakura family with Mitsumi being the only non-superpowered one. Therefore, she's the head, which is kind of a neat little twist. Normally, the head. Of a family like this is the most powerful character. That's what you've seen a lot of in manga, right? But in this case, it's the least powerful character is the head, and it's the least powerful character that will give birth to the next generation of superpowered mm. characters. The other superpowered characters won't do that. So it's a neat little twist in a formula you see often.
0: Yeah. And also, I think the most important thing with that is that everybody's supportive of each other at the end of the day. Yes. As much as uh, Mitsumi's get over, or her family's overprotective of her. There's yep. no no jealousy like established nope. there like where there's like a war for the current head. They, there's an understanding because yes. about uh, one thing I left out there is that the Yozakura family is like it seems like they're old, an old ninja clan that's kind of adapted yep. to the, to it. So that's why they're spies now. Yep. Um. So and th- that's one thing I was glad about is that hmm. right away out of the gate they're establishing. No, everybody respects Matsumi, Everybody yeah. is behind it. Like that they, they all grew up with knowing this. It, um. And so they're super supportive of her. They're, that's why they're so protective of her, especially even the, the slight saying, Hey, Mitsumi, we know she's going to enter this, like, once she graduates high school, she's going to go into a world where she's going to have to do a lot of shady things. She's going uh-huh. to be involved in a lot of businesses. So we want her to grow up, at least in high school, living her own life, because mm-hmm. we know after she graduates high school and maybe college, She's not going to be able to live Literally. a life that maybe she like not that she doesn't choose, but in terms right. of like what she experiences, it isn't going to be right. the same. So she, we want her to have fun. And I think that's an important thing, just like it's not a major. They don't make it a big thing, but <laughs> at, at the very it also gives information of who Mitsumi is and why she is kind of the more playful character. She, yeah. is she knows what she's going to get involved into, like what her family's. She already knows what her family's protecting her from at the moment. Mm-hmm. and what she's going to end, eventually end up because she is the current head. So I'm glad that they set that up. Yeah. Um, and I think that's also important because, we, like you said, we don't get an introduction. We get an introduction to all the characters, but we don't find out anything about them outside of right. uh, Kiyochiro. And then also like Futaba is probably like the only other prominent member yep. of the family we get really into. But I think that that's where it's important that he nails the, uh, nails the character designs because every single character looks different. Yes, like it's there's no character that looks the same. No one has the same spiky hair. No one has the same like. I, I, it's like the same hairstyle, I would say. Right, right. Um, or like even the emotions on each each of their faces and things mm-hmm. like that. Everybody's different, so that they're visually distinct. So that way, when we get into them, like not in just the, these next six chapters, but in, like the rest of the series, we you could dive into what they're all involved in because we don't really find too much about every single one of these characters in these first seven chapters
1: no you i mean you basically get the name you get the, what their superpower is right their gimmick and that's yeah. it but you don't get a lot you get like you said you get a little bit more on futaba and definitely a lot more on kiyo but that's it the others yeah. not so much and I, I i gotta agree with you the character designs are great and that does help then character design is huge especially when you're gonna throw in the first chapter you're gonna throw at a reader not just one character or two. You're gonna throw at that reader like nine characters. Yeah. That's a lot, and they better look distinct because the new. I, I know. I'll, I'll like. I'll. I'll. I'll say me. I'll use myself as an example. I'll get overwhelmed sometimes. You throw a ton of characters at me, and yeah. I can't. And they're not visually distinctive enough. I'll start to go. Wait. Well, hold. Hold on. Who is this again? And they all look cool. Like yeah. I, honestly, Kevin, I legit love the design of. All the characters. I like that Futaba has like the tiny little, I mean, the tiny little child look with the big, huge, you know, the mm-hmm. big bows and the hair and yeah. pigtails, you know. Yeah. And, she looks great. I and, love and she her. And she
0: actually is the el- eldest sister.
1: The, like, the, the, eldest? Second, the
0: She's the sec- second sibling and she's the eldest.
1: But she looks the youngest. She yeah. looks the smallest and youngest, even though she's the or- second. Which is I going love- to like
0: the, which is going to like the, the actual second youngest in the family of uh, Nanao, who's like the this huge hulking looking guy with a helmet over his head. and But he's actually the second youngest after Mitsumi, Mitsumi so. Uh, and, and so- and
1: Nanao has a, yeah. don't you love how Nanao looks? Because he's massive. He's huge. He's got a cool, he kind of reminds me of like a strong guy from X Factor, real yeah. big. you know? But he's wearing a bucket with like this crudely drawn smiley face. Yeah. What? And at no point does hizuchi tell you why yeah. okay <laughs> at no point in the first seven chapters kevin do we are we told why which makes it even yeah. better it's yeah. a great design.
0: i love yeah, it and, and it also gets into like how he's the like the it seems like he's the nicest sibling or the one that is yes! the most he innocent is. of the family like it, it like that that bucket is especially given his appearance like <laughs> it, it helps with like how he actually seems like he's the nicest out of everybody
1: He's the gentle giant. of um, I love Kengo because he's got like the cat, the cat design yeah. to him. He looks great as well. Uh, Shinzo's awesome because he's kind of like a you know a, a superhero version of um, of uh, what's his name? Oh come on, Oscar, uh, no. the girl who lives in a trash can. Yeah, because Shinzo's kind of in a. It's kind of like a trash can that he's in, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> Yeah. So again, just going into how like how important because even like these first seven chapters, the the big thing is because this is the, the first seven chapters are is volume one of the series. Yeah, it still has to be on like Ta- Taiyo Matsumi yep. and Kyochira. Like those are the three main characters we're introduced to right away. Yeah, you do want to spend at least the first. Few chapters, if not the first volume of a, a series, get uh, like get, fleshing out the main characters. Agreed. Like the rest of the Yusikura family, like we slowly learn more about them. Um yes. But they're not the main fact, like the ones that um. are, are getting development, which is fine because you got a whole series to to develop them. Um, you don't need to rush development or like rush introductions of like getting into who each of them are. Like dedicate an entire chapter of this first volume to them. Okay. The most important thing, especially with Tio Bean introduced to this world as a normal guy you got to figure out how to properly introduce him and i I do like um going to tayo specifically again like quickly saying this is why he's a loner he's not he's not he's doing it on purpose but he has an understandable reason of like his family's dead kind of almost like bruce wayne ish Mm -hmm. and you see that he was a happy kid before that um and it's not even that he's not even a happy kid now it's just that he doesn't want to get close to him because he feels like he's protecting the rest of the people. Cause he feels like he has this extraordinary bad luck after his parents died and his little brother died as well, that if he gets close to anybody, they're going to end up the same result, um, which makes uh, his relationship with Mitsumi so uh, interesting. Cause you're like, Oh, he, she's the one person that for some reason he just doesn't do it. And like, we find out through a flashback saying like, she was like the one person that after his parents and brother died, that we re- actually reached out to them, and we see that there's an understanding between the two of them and it makes their relationship special. So that way, when we do get to the point of their, them getting engaged or, or married, um, you not that you understand it, but at least you, there's a that yeah. connection that like, it's not a forced marriage or like not forced marriage in the way. Right. Like that you would say, Oh yeah, these characters have to end up together.
1: No, I totally agree, because that's a bold move, Kevin. It's a bold move to marry two characters at the end of your first chapter. But you're right. Hitsuchi, he lays the foundation so well that the reader does get, by focusing in on Mitsumi and Tayo, and a little bit of Kochiro, but mostly Mitsumi and Tayo in the first chapter, by focusing so much on them, you do get a really good sense of their history. And you're like, these two characters have been through thick and thin Since they were little kids, right? And Mitsumi's always been there for Tayo through the I mean the most traumatic experience any human could ever go through, right? Losing their entire family. And so it really lays such a strong foundation between the two characters that hitsuchi does such a good job with the character work with Tayo and Mitsumi and their relationship that when you arrive at the end of that chapter on the 55th page and they're getting married, you're like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That got it makes sense. That's yeah, not easy I'd,
0: to do. Yeah, and I I also like that um that they didn't go like with the Punisher out or with with Taiyo like of, like oh this yes. is a revenge story like maybe we'll learn something eventually because it does seem like especially with the car accident how the car accident happened and then even Mitsumi's backstory yeah. there seems like there's going to be more of an angle of like oh there's something right. more going on um, but right. we don't know that like again like there's right. you know like it's just information to give us a backstory mm-hmm. but there's yeah. still like room for. It's OG to be like, let me dive more into that. This flashback that I introduced characters to. I Like, we've seen this so much with manga, comic books yeah. and other things that there's always more to the story. Oh, yeah. Um, But we don't get enough. And and that's totally fine, because all we just need to focus on is the characters that we're introduced to. And I think that's the major focus of this first volume is like, yep, let me introduce you guys to the main characters. Let me introduce you to why they have their why they act the way they do. um, And why even like with Taiyo and Matsumi, why I just put them together right away. Because right. and also gives a like does away with one of the biggest tropes of like oh will yes. they won't they type thing of like all right these characters do like each other already we they already even say it to each other that hey I like you already I like right. you I'm I'm cool with being married to you because actually I to me even says that you were the one person that I actually felt like the connection to um like you said that. I actually felt like I could be myself around you instead of like yeah. everybody else where I like Mitsumi, even though she was like a pauper, seems like a school idol. Yeah. She was kind of distant with everybody. Even like Tayo even mentions like once he's with, like with the family saying, oh yeah, now that I think about it, Mitsumi has always been super guarded because, yep. and I never knew why, but now that I know about her family history, because Mitsumi has kind of always acted of like, oh man, anybody could kill me at any moment. Cause right. I am like, it, cause it's public, like going into like the, the whole world. The funny thing is that it, it's a public that everybody's a freelance spy like they even use yeah. Twitter like it seems like they use their version of Twitter to <laughs> put, out, put out the word so so it's not like a secret that Mitsumi right. is a, the head of the Yuzukuro family so there is no secrets here like in terms of like the, the big things and so that's why Mitsumi was so guarded with everybody and that Taya was the one person where she wasn't guarded she was like could be kind of herself and mm-hmm. so there, there's a lot of reasons why we're not doing the will they want. they here
1: and I'm yes. glad that because
0: that just does away with that big trope that we see in manga all the time and just kind of gets into the relationships.
1: Yeah, oh no, i don't know. I'm, I'm actually perfectly fine with it. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, Kevin. As someone who adored the whole uh, Lana Lang, Clark Kent, Smallville, unrequited love storyline, there's a place for it. But in general, I, you get it so often that I thought it was actually super refreshing that we just, boop, just hit the... Sp- skip button and went right over it. I actually liked it because it is done too much. It's a trope for a reason. So I was really cool with this ending to the first chapter. I was like, awesome. You know what? I don't need to read that again. Let's get, we got such an interesting world with so many interesting characters. Let's get to the meat of the matter. I was fine with that approach. I really was. And it, it just, I, I just really was impressed with the construction of that first chapter. I just felt like it was such a really good encapsulated story with a clearly defined beginning, middle, end, but did enough to get you to come back to more. I mean, it was very satisfying. You had good closure, but you wanted to come back for more. I I really liked that. And and Hitsuchi really showcased, I thought he really showcased what you're going to get on the rest of the manga, and we'll talk about that as we move on to the other chapters, but he really showcased, hey, you're going to get some wicked awesome action which you do in the first chapter you do you get really cool powers really cool action great fight scenes you're going to get some good comedy which we do get yeah. and but it's but it's, it's not it, the comedy's never um like we, we were uh, reviewing um uh uh well shoot what is it unluck undead yeah where the comedy overpowers the story the comedy doesn't the comedy this kevin you know what this is this kind of remi- i, we'll, I want to talk to you about this later but this co- level of comedy kind of reminds me of what you get in Spy X Family. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It complements the story and characters doesn't overwhelm it. Yeah, and I think it. that's actually where I was
0: going to talk next was, too, with the comedy aspect of it. I This is where, like, Undead Unlucky, I didn't like too much be, because everybody kind of almost felt seeing yeah. even the like, the person that was supposed to be our our perspective character. There's, um, like,
1: 20 Deadpools in one story. Yeah, exactly.
0: And <laughs> with, with this... Tyle is treated more like, hey, he is like our view into this world, and like everything about his reaction to these first seven chapters, as he's getting used to this world, is our view into it. So that way, you get the reader comfortable in the world as Tyle gets comfortable, because obviously he's going to become a superpower, or probably a superpowered character as well. Right. Um, with, with, with the training that he has to go under, um, but at the, at least in the beginning, he gives us our view. So that way, once like it opens up even more, you. Are fully invested in the world and then also you have characters that all have distinct personalities like you said going back to the character designs not everybody is the same comedic character there's ways you could do comedic beats with the designs of the characters and the way the personalities of the characters but it's not going overboard of like everybody becoming samey everybody going into the same slapstick comedy everybody has their own sensibilities and it's based on their own individual personalities and i think again you give them everybody an individuality so that way it this world doesn't feel samey.
1: Agreed. Absolutely agree. And I like that. I like that aspect of the comedy. It makes it very appealing. It enhances the story. And so I I just think when you end, I think the reader is so fully satisfied at the end of the chapter one, Kevin, that you got a really good, well-fleshed out story, very satisfying. And you know, gosh, I'm just going to get cool action well done comedy with some neat characters in a cool world. I'm coming yeah. back for more, and as we go to yeah. through the yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. six chapters, it, it just continues to flesh that out.
0: And yeah, and I think also just going into the world itself, it is interesting to see how like kind of almost like My Hero Academia, where superheroes aren't treated as vigilantes; they're just treated out into open. That this is a world right. where where it's accepted, and then we're here in the mission Yeah. because as a Kuro family, it's an open secret that everybody's a spot Like a lot of people are spies. They even use social media mm-hmm. uh, to get jobs or say, Hey, I want a job or something like that, But you are like, Oh, that's weird. But again, this is a accepted thing in this world where, um, and, and so that it's an interesting, what, what did you think of the world that they set up in terms of this spy world? That's very different from like spyx family that, or yes. it's more kind of almost like superhero ish.
1: It is. I, I like, I like that. It goes in a different down a different road than spikes. family. look, I, you know I love Spike's family. Come on. But it it spikes family while it while these spies like like Twilight and um oh my gosh, we're drawing a blank on her name. The the uh, female uh, spy uh, who uh, uh, the uh, uh,
0: oh yeah Thorn Princess Yor.
1: No, no, not your the the oh, one the, oh, oh, the, female, uh, the female spy who works with Twilight and she ignores mi- them midnight? midnight. Midnight, yeah. Yeah, so the characters are superhuman. The, the, the spies in Spike's family have are superhuman in their abilities. But the roles that spies have in society and how they operate is very much firmly rooted in real world Cold War era style setting, right? Very realistic in terms – in that part. Whereas here, you're right. This is outrageous. It's over the top. It is very superhero It And I I like it, actually. Uh, I like that uh, he goes that he, – he decides, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go over the top with this. It's it's not totally outrageous where you're you know you're like oh this is stupid. It's just enough that as a fan of superhero genre, you're like yeah okay I like that it's amped up.
0: Yeah, and I also I like the little detail of them saying that like they use family specifically. They are an old ancient ninja right. clan. So like you could even say that this is like the spy world in this vision uh, Yasukura family. Like it's based off like the ninja clan. Then this is what the ninjas. Naturally evolved into right. like whatever the ninja culture was. Yep. Like they evolved into spies of this mm-hmm. world. And again, they openly use social media because they're in the social media world and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. um So th- this is like a natural progression of like the whole concept of ninjas, where it's not like kind of like what we see with the like in Marvel right. with the hand or or right BC'd with the League of Assassins that all they're all supposed to be secret here. They're just like, no, nah, this is just a natural evolution of what we were doing before. Obviously, yes. from what is the modern day version of the ninjas, it's the spy. So we're going to get into that like business. So, and we're freelance spies, and the, even the, the even them calling out the government because the government's so cheap, mm-hmm. and they they don't they can't uh, like uh, pay for their own spy network. Obviously, they're going to use us or other right. spies that to to do these jobs that they the government doesn't want the public to know about, but it's an open secret.
1: Yeah, and I I like that, and that's a big difference. I like that with Mission Yozakura family that Hizuchi, it takes a very popular Japanese theme, ninjas, right, super popular, everybody loves them, and evolves them in a way where they have a role in modern society, and what would, I mean, it it totally makes sense that ninjas would go from working for, uh you know, a shogun yeah. to becoming spies working for the government or the highest bidder, right? That's kind of what ninjas did back then, right? They did either work for the government or for the highest bidder. Well, they're doing the same thing now. It's a nice natural evolution of that and, and it's, it's different because Spike's family let's be honest, it follows a more of a European model mm-hmm. a European James Bond model of the spy world. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Hisuchi is taking traditional Japanese Yeah. Concepts and evolving him into a modern superhero y kind of setting. Yeah. It's just a totally different approach. I like I like both, don't get me wrong, but it's really cool what Hitsushi's doing. It's neat because it still roots it in in uh Japanese history, but completely modern and different. It's it's really fun.
0: Now, now go going into like the rest of the chapters, because again, chapter two through seven is basically about Taiyo getting comfortable in this world. He's even yep. given like a mission of like protecting. Um, to me from a bomber at, at school because her big brother has to go out on a mission and says like, you know what? I don't like this. And I got, but you know what tile you're going to have to protect me to me. Cause I got to go on a job and yeah, I cannot, yeah. I cannot um, say no to this job because we need it. We, I need to do it. So as much as I hate to do this, I want to leave you in protection mode, and even though he hasn't had training up to this point, like he, he didn't go through any training, right. at, um, as At the end of chapter one and in chapter two, he's already getting a a spy mission in terms of protecting yeah. Mitsumi as a bodyguard um, from a bomber. What did you think of like that setup of like in this second chapter? Now, like you're getting into this world of like, oh shit, there's a bomber in school in school, yeah. and like they don't mince words about it. Like, what what did you think of that like that setup for like the second chapter?
1: I liked it. I thought the second chapter really well done. I, I like that you get to see, even though our, our main character is, I, w- I don't want to call him useless, but he's totally not capable of doing the type of spy work that he has to do to protect Matsumi, okay? He's woefully unprepared. and And yet, what does he do? He doesn't back down. He shows... And this is important in any shonen manga, right? You got to show that the main character has the heart of a hero. Right? He's not going to back down. He's not going to give up. And we see Taiyo is willing to—he's willing to kill him, lay his life down to save Mitsumi. He—I mean, he, once he finds his little bomb on him, right? He—that he has a little bomb hidden on him. He—what's he, what's he do? He jumps out the window. He's going to yeah. just fall down to his doom and die, basically, right? And of course, Keiichiro comes back from his mission to save him in time. But still. It shows that Tayo mm. is a true hero who is selfless and willing to sacrifice himself for Mitsumi. Those are all attributes that people are going to naturally find appealing. And it's a good way to get the reader to admire Tayo and root for him Yeah, on this journey that he's going to take to become uh, a more capable hero. So I, I really liked how how uh, Hitsuchi, Again, it's just... It's really good story construction. He's, yeah. he's just every chapter. It's just good story constructing.
0: Yeah. And I think the second chapter is um, is a good extension of that first chapter. Because kind of, like I mentioned before, um, Kyochiro in his own creepy way gets into <laughs> why like he wants Mitsumi to kind of live a normal right. high school life of like yeah. she is going to eventually get into this world where it's not super nice but he yeah. wants her to have like because again he loves his sister a little bit too much a little,
1: a little too much <laughs> kevin a little too yeah, much he, Um okay. super
0: overprotective which again is another aspect of like we don't know too much about this world or like their backstories and stuff like we get enough teases about yeah. their backstories um but i like that this is also fle- fleshing out mitsumi's character of like tile his eyes being opened up to mitsumi of yeah. like Oh yeah, K- Kyochiro is actually saying everything correctly of like in terms of telling me, hey, opening my eyes to why Matsumi is the way she is. Um, we get kind of details of like why she has the white streak in her hair as well. Um, and that um and it's just getting getting into more of her, I feel like even more so like while Tayo is the main character of like he's the hero of the end of the day. Like we should see him step like stepping up. Right. When it comes to Mitsumi, we're getting more details of her. And I like that because you want a balance between Taiyo and Mitsumi. Um, so that way you, uh, you understand both characters. And I like that. This is an eye, like the eye opening uh, chapter yeah. for uh, Taiyo when it comes to Mitsumi, because she's a very guarded person. Like he yep. realizes now how guarded she actually was and that they're actually not that, that, um, N- n- not that different from each other. It's just that Mitsumi decided, oh yeah, she'll still be friendly with people. She'll like there's still right. people around her, but she is guarded in her own way, just like Taya was guarded. But he just pushed everybody away. He just didn't want to interact with anybody. But it- it's like they're trying to do the same thing, but very in a very different way.
1: No, agreed. I think that that we get a better look into Mitsumi's character and the really stressful situation that she has put in every single day of her life very hard to be her (laughs) and that is a rough rough life that she has and i think as tayo realizes oh my god this is what she has to deal with every day constantly being the target of assassins and whatever else like holy cow it opens our eyes as well it also like you said does a good job opening the reader's eyes to kochira who when we first see him in chapter one we're like who is this creeper this dude's creepy he's a weirdo What's his problem he's he's totally overreacting to these guys talking to his sister. nobody should overreact like this but now in the second chapter we realize oh people are literally trying to kill his sister like every day and it kind of ex- while he's still a little bit overboard it does explain why he is so crazy overprotective of her so it just adds another layer you, you it you know Hitsushi's peeling back that onion and we're finally kind of seeing I starting to see why these characters act the way they do. Although, yeah, I, you know,
0: and I think it's again, this goes for all the chapters that we get after this as well. Um, I think it's just a good introduction to the world because mm-hmm. we, like we're not getting all the information right away because there's no. an easy way that he could just give us all the information right away because he wants to like the speed run to the like the big things that are going yeah. on in the world. But I'm glad that he's taking the time in terms of like All right, the mission, the bombing mission, like we're protecting from Mitsumi from a bomber. It is secondary, but it's still like showing kind of Tayo's um resolve and everything as a hero. Um, but I think the more important thing is just getting more into not just Tayo's character, but getting into Mitsumi, Chiro, and then just kind of showing, hey, this is the way I'm going to develop these characters, is like just kind of as Tayo's eyes are being opened up to it, you're getting opened up to all these other characters. And I'm glad that going he's going with this direction in terms of this um first volume and we see that throughout the rest of the chapter because we get into chapter three which is basically just Tyle kind of going through a speed this is where I would say he does kind of speed run a little bit yes. of like the training and Tyle does like yes we go through almost an entire training arc in this in the third chapter. Yep. Um, and I think the third chapter is where I almost almost disconnected a little bit from it because I was just like, oh this is too quick because up to this point we are led to kind of believe that Tio is like a normal guy, mm-hmm. uh, but almost in like the third chapter, he he figures everything out by himself. Like that, that the family because like this is where he is with Futaba and like the rest of the family. Like Mitsumi and Kiyochiro aren't actually involved in the third chapter, right? Um, it's Futaba, it's uh, what is it Nano um, and uh, Kengo that are involved in this chapter. Um, also the the rest of the family is too, but those are the three main characters that he int- um interacts with. Um, yep. and it just does seem like this is where he's just like, I need to get um, tile to just kind of sp- like get some training so that he that way he uh does it. And I don't feel like he's really knew how to do a training arc and yep. kind of and he just wanted to get tile some skills.
1: Oh, no, I agree because chapter three, uh, and, and and I mean, Hitsuchi doesn't hide the ball, he tells us chapter three, uh, the beginning of the chapter to the end of the chapter, it's uh. It's only 23 pages, Kevin. It spans an entire month. Yeah. And he and Huzuchi, Again, Huzushi doesn't lie. I mean, he tells you at the end of the chapter, hey, you've done well this past month. I mean, a whole month, Kevin, in a chapter? That's a bit of a speed run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a bit much. That's a, a bit faster than I was expecting. Um, <laughs> Okay, I thought we'd get a few more chapters out of this.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, But we did a whole month in a chapter. So... It, I, I, it, it, you know, yeah, and it was it
0: was interesting because I thought like maybe they would try and spread out the training like as yeah. they went to school and stuff like that, and right. like every day he has to have like some sort of challenge while he's going right. to school. But yes. so it is a little bit disappointing because I did like the school setting as well, mm-hmm. so I'm I, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get more of a balance of like, hey, this is Tayo's uh, daily life at now living with the Yuzukuro family, hmm. along with his life at school where he has to protect Mitsumi. I'm, I'm surprised that he didn't try and figure out a way to balance both out and that he's just like i need to speed run tiles train so let me just cover a month in 23 yeah. pages yeah and that, that, that this is the one chapter after first two chapters where i felt like we're so strong the, yes the third chapter kind of felt like oh man this, like this is weird and i don't know where this is like if i'm going to like if he just speed runs the rest of the story right um, which goes into like the fourth chapter where kind of tayo has to deal with the fallout of this training arc, which I thought was a good way to kind of almost reset it. Because, yes. like, okay, you're Tayo now because he went through a month of training, he doesn't realize how strong he is. And then, so, and even Matumi has to call him out saying, Hey, I know you got a lot, lot of skills. You went through a lot of training. You're a lot stronger now, but we're at school and you got to be like a normal person. You can't be the spy you're at home or like out in the outside world because. Right. We don't want people to catch on to the fact that we're, even though it's public that uh, the spy world is public, right. we don't want people catching catch on to you and right. assassins coming after you. And I, I'm glad that in terms of kind of almost resetting things a little bit of yes. getting into Mitsumi and Tayo mm-hmm. and then like we get more backstory on them and like why they are friends and like that mm-hmm. Tayo has always kind of been protective of Mitsumi, even mm-hmm. when she didn't know about her backstory. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that like in terms of Mitsumi kind of almost resets Tyle's character a little bit in this yes. fourth chapter. And it kind of almost feels like Hitsuji even realized that he kind of sped run the previous chapter.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Before before I agree with you on chapter four, I just wanted to say one thing on chapter three. I did like the house as a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did like the house. That was really cool. That was fun. Yeah. And- it it would have been more fun if you played it over multiple chapters. But anyhow, going back to chapter (laughs) four, you're right. This was kind of, it it absolutely felt like it's was like, whoa, okay. I see what I did with chapter three. Let's put the brakes on. Let's slow things down. (laughs) Let's kind of reset the stage. And I, I I like that. And this is important as we move on to chapter five, Kevin, because I think it addresses what you and I are worried about with the speed run chapter three, but chapter four, we do see that now Tayo compared to a normal schmo like you and me, he seems super strong and amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And that shows his training. Uh, and I like that Matsumi kind of is kind of is the governor switch on him. Like, yeah. okay, put the brakes there, buddy. Yeah. And that was well done. It's going to play into the next chapter. I, I'm with you, though. In addition to kind of resetting things with Tayo. I really love that Hitsuchi gave us even more backstory on Tayo and Mitsumi to, to really establish mm-hmm. that, look, Tayo had this, this uh, natural connection with her and a desire to step in and protect her. Even before he knew anything about her, before they were friends, before they had any relationship, his first instinct upon seeing her was, I, I want to step in and, and, and protect her.
0: Yeah. And, it's and really
1: good, uh, just adding another nice layer in the foundation of these two characters to make them even more compelling and mm-hmm. just have even better chemistry. They just, they just, they really fit well together. I thought this chapter did a good job of further cementing their bond.
0: Yeah, and I, I think even, like, him, like, cutting his hair to, like, when he was pretending Great. to be bullies and stuff like that, yeah. just little things like that, like, again, it's, it's like, he, he tries to treat it like not a big deal, but you could see how with Mitsumi it is a big deal, because... Yes. He doesn't know anything about her at that point in their lives because it was probably like back when they were in middle school. Yep. Um, but he just did it like something symbolically like that actually meant a lot to her because like she we do find out about Matsumi's like sh- why she has like this white hair that's very stressful to her, um, and like it was a stress induced hair that even if she tries to
1: dye it, she it can't. It's it goes back to being gray. White. It's always gray. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kevin, um, that that that's a next level. That's next level amount of stress. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, seeing her family, seeing her family, you could kind of understand that. Um,
0: <laughs> but it also, just kind of like what I'm um, just going back to what you said about the family too. I like that w- w- even chapter three. As much as I didn't like it for how Spe- spedward yeah. Tile's training was, I, you're right about the the family dynamic of like mm-hmm. we're getting a chance to see for two, uh, uh, to uh, um and Kengo and all the other characters in, in in the house getting a little bit of character development because I think that's where. This yeah. Entire, like the first seven chapters, I think that's where this, this series is its strongest. It's just the character development, like yes. the action is cool and everything, mm-hmm. but I think the characters themselves and how they react to things that are going on, whether it's the training or or um Taio and, and Matsumi's like marriage, and then figuring out what Kyo Chiro's overreaction. I think just the character personalities all shine through at, at in every chapter, and I think that is where the consistency is here. And I think that it's so important, especially with the first volume, that you want to get invested in this world because we still don't get too much into the world until really chapter five five through seven where I like agree. the five through seven is it's the first real big arc of this because the, the first four chapters is just an intro I would say just the intro arc and then absolutely the, like yeah. five through seven is where we're starting up this is the big like opening the door to the rest of the world where Matsumi gets kidnapped and now it's up to Tayo and the rest of the family to uh, figure out who kidnapped like not, not just kidnapped her but who why they took her and go save her as well so like just talking about five through seven rock what what did you think of like the how like the pacing overall like now that the doors are open into the the, the bigger spy world
1: yeah no i i really enjoyed five through seven i think it this the story just keeps getting better and better hizuchi just gets keeps getting stronger mm-hmm. and our complaint uh, and i think chapter five is the perfect answer to our complaint with chapter three where Tayo speed runs all of his training because at, and you saw Hitsuchi kind of in chapters four and five rectify that. First, Mitsupi puts the governor on him in chapter four. We do see that Tayo is now better than your average person, but with chapter five, Hitsuchi makes a point, Kevin, of starting off chapter five with Tayo being captured. And when he meets the 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 spy who has captured him, it's it's Hanawa the courier. It is Hitsuchi doesn't he doesn't uh, beat around the bush. He clearly lets the reader know that yeah, Tayo might have gotten some good training and is better than your average person, but he is way below the spies that he's gonna encounter. And he makes Hitsuchi makes that point very clear to you that Hanawa way more trained. Way more powerful, way better, and there's no way Tayo's going to beat this guy in a fight. Tayo's going to have to be rescued. Again, Kevin, I think that goes to our problem with Chapter 3. Again, this is Hisuchi, I think, continuing to rectify Chapter 3 by letting us know, hey, 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 this guy still has a long way to go yeah. before he gets on the level of some of these spies. I I really, I really, thought that was the best thing about Chapter 5, honestly, because I yeah. addressed that concern.
0: Yeah, and I think it kind of brings in so that Tayo isn't going have to be the lead of every er, um, every story, especially where the begin- beginning where Tayo is not going to be able to solve everything by himself. He, right. like, Kiyoichiro and the rest of the family do need to get involved in, right. in stuff and, like, giving more reason why. Whereas, like, Kiyoichiro and, like, the entire Kuro family, they're not just going to be background characters. They're going to be characters that are going to be involved in all these story right. arcs, especially in the beginning. And I like the overall pacing of this, where, like, chapter five kind of explains why tile can't be the hero of the day. Right, He does need the others. Mm-hmm. And then the, chapter six is where Kiyoichiro, like, Kyochiro even calling that out. Like, yep. it, we see those two working together to figure out where they could find her. They kind of fail at that, but they actually uh, basically confused. says,
1: dude, you, yeah. you need to settle down, kid. Let me, you need some more training. Yeah. So sit down, Junior, and let, let the boss show you how it's done.
0: <laughs> yeah, and even, like, tile's reaction to when he actually sees Kyochiro in action, like, in yeah. the spy world because he only saw him as like the overprotective brother like, and all right. that like he hasn't seen him actually on the field and you we get that in chapter six and then oh, just going into chapter dude. six and which is really cool and then chapter seven we get the rest of the family coming in and seeing how they operate all together like yes we even see them like using some like high technology where they're kind of floating like almost Aladdin's carpet yep. um and so we're just seeing them like introduced into this so that it's not just tile alone and then even tile seeing how skilled everybody is in the family that Oh yeah, he's out of his uh comfort level here and that he's yeah. like he is he is overwhelmed and that he does need uh, the others to help him out cuz this world that he is, has zero experience in even though he's lived in their house for at least a month.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I I love cuz you're right, chapter 6 and 7, five rolls pleasantly into 6 and 7. 6 and 7 really is where Itsuki just unleashes the Yozakura family and lets them strut their stuff, right? And we get to see them because you're right. We've only seen them kind of like Kiyo Chiro using his abilities because he's trying to get to Tayo, being the jealous brother and the family members trying to stop him. So that's really all we've seen. We get to see him in the field in action This is the first time we get to see the team in a mission. And that's important so we know how they operate together, what their chemistry is, what each member's role on this team is going to be, right? Who's the field commander? Who's the tactical guy? Who's the espionage person? Who's the brute force attack? Who's the – everyone's got a role, right, in each superhero team. Everyone's got their own sp- special role to play. And so we get that. and I-, I like that we get to see them in action. They all look really cool in action they're all very distinct as well kevin i think that's super important i mean look kirachiro is pretty op well, let's be frank they're all they're all good but he's definitely top boss in a fight he, he is he's pretty he's pretty op okay
0: yeah and, and and i like how like especially like his weapon of choice is wires and i love yes. how he uses the wires so to cool. like, for everything like we saw that in chapter 1 and 2 as well like what? him the wire work but like like in chapter 6 you're like it's- it's, it's Oh he's he scary
1: he is scary yes yeah, he's he scary, is scary. And fun yeah Oh my god it's awesome. But, um so that's cool but I, and I like how also in battle and this and I, I always harp on this cuz I'm such a fan of action stories and I firmly believe action is where you can deliver some of the best character work. Mm-hmm. Action does not have to be mindless. And Hitsuchi proves that here because the fight scene that we get in chapter 7 when cuz chapter 6 it's really Kyoichiro and Tayo in the fighting. When the whole team shows up and starts fighting in Chapter 7, we get to learn more about their personalities in the fight scene. We get to see Kango, and we see that he kind of has like this impish personality, hmm. right? He's very impish. He's very sprightly in his personality in his fight scene. Um, we get to see Nano, again, displaying raw power, but, but very gentle he could he could destroy he he, they they have to stop these 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 uh trucks right and nano stops the truck using his strength by just basically just picking it up but he does it in a way that's like okay now you guys just surrender yeah he could he could have destroyed the truck with one blow but it it, it's 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 he's showing you that this is a gentle character kengo he is impish you get shinzo He's a chicken. He's good. He's good in the battlefield. Don't get me wrong. He takes out the truck. He takes everyone out. His gadgets are amazing. But he's not one who wants to rush into uh, danger willingly, okay? (laughs) So you get a little bit of his personality. And, And we get Futaba, despite her being the, she's the second oldest, and despite her being such a good fighter, she's still held back by being tiny. So you see her getting beaten, and she's like, it sucks to be this small. And so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think she's, but she's like Scrappy Doo, right? She's super feisty. Yeah, yeah, right? and so I think a small package, so you get I, you get a good feel of all their personalities while they're fighting. That's a good way to do character work and still entertain us with action. I mean, yeah, thumbs up. And,
0: yeah, and I think um it being like an on a bridge too is helpful. But I think this is where you you see how like especially we see this with a lot of manga that. Mm-hmm. the backgrounds are the background shots aren't detailed and he doesn't like he, he doesn't worry about like super detailed artwork he's like oh, the characters no. are the things that the stars of the show and i and and he does a good job in terms of like especially because it's a weekly manga so like he yeah. wants the characters to be as the stars of the show or, like kind of almost kind of screw the background a little because i don't need to detail oh, yeah. everything it's just let me just give you cool action with these characters and like i do need yeah. the objects of the trucks and that's it and I think that's where he keeps the focus on. So that way you're not focusing on anything else, any other maybe perceived weakness with the artwork. Cause you could sometimes in a manga, you could tell like, Oh, that manga artist didn't put too much attention into the background or, and things like that, because like, because of how it helps with the world fleshing out. But I think he does such a good job keeping the focus on the characters themselves and the action itself that you don't worry about anything, uh, any other, other details that maybe it's lacking a little bit compared to like how we're used to with comic books or other Mm -hmm. manga or anime and, in general like where you do want kind of background and stuff like that here hitzji's artwork i think with the characters and showing off the characters strengths and even weaknesses mm-hmm. i think works to the advantage of like for the artwork so that way you're just focused on the action
1: i completely agree look I, i'll be the first one to criticize art when it when it just when i feel like the man is like screw it not even bothering with background like i that can get to me sometimes not here and i it, it is very noticeable in chapter 7 even more so than some of the prior chapters kevin where yeah. we do get some background yeah uh, you know at the house or at the school it really is obvious that that hitsuchi's like uh uh-uh, uh listen all that matters are the characters i'm trying to deliver to you and the action that's where i want your focus on and the action is phenomenal the action yeah. really is it's really well done action and the characters expressions are very vibrant, and that's all he wants you to focus mm-hmm. on. That is what you focus on, and it's enough, Kevin, to pull me deeply in the story without a lot of backgrounds, it, you know, it, background uh, it, uh, art at all. Yeah,
0: and it kind of reminds me of Dragon Ball in, in that way because yeah. there's that sense of motion, like you, you, yes. where you're just yes. your focus is on just the characters themselves, the fighting, yes. um, and all the different a- t- types of action that we get. Because, again, it's just about you want to give the reader a sense of motion to with these characters. And that's what I think he, Hitsugi is really excelling at in these first seven chapters oh, yeah. is that oh, yeah. sense of motion, the sense of like whatever tricks that they have. At, at the same time, I do like that for all these seven chapters of everything that we see these characters amazingly do, we still haven't gotten into what their superhuman abilities are. Like we see them being superhuman, right. but he's teased that these characters all have like something special about her because they even say that mitsumi yes. is a regular person and we see that mitsumi has some special skills but she's a regular person in terms of not having a superhuman ability and i like that right with, with this fight scene we get teases like with no, no." we see that he has like some hulking like he's able to like almost uh increase the his body size so he has some sort of mutation or something like that that where yeah. he's able to increase the, his size and stuff but we don't yeah. get details of that and i think this these especially these last three chapters that we get in volume one Is a great tease of like these, these characters have more to them than just like, Oh, that they're really strong, just regular human beings. They, they have something, something more to them, but we haven't gotten into that. And I like that even chapter seven with how it ends. I think this is really a good pace, entire first volume of collection though, because we, we don't end the arc in chapter seven, but at least it gives you like, it ends in a way that you're like, Oh, I want to find out more. And I think that's the most important thing, especially when you get into like, first collection you want the reader coming off like i want to read more and i think that that's what these first seven chapters do really well with
1: oh absolutely agree i mean we've seen them being skilled in hand-to-hand combat and being skilled using various weapons but we've not seen them actually display superhuman powers other than i guess we have seen nanal display some type of superhuman strength but outside of that we really haven't seen any yeah. which is cool because now that we're seeing in action we're like oh 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 we're gonna get more we're gonna get, yeah. get more we're gonna get more <laughs> yeah and the reader's really excited to learn more about what 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 are all these superpowers i cannot wait to get more into into the, the these characters and their abilities this is going to be really really fun yeah. i yeah these the seven chapters got me super excited kevin to yeah. read more i mean i i I, I tell you what i drove right into the next chapter after i finished chapter seven for this podcast i went right in
0: yeah and even like i would say chapter seven how it ends with like an action sequence of like with tayo um fighting and everything i think it it ends with the right character shot of like hey we're not done yet with this fight like uh, tayo does something really really cool and stuff but now you gotta buy the next volume to find out what that cool thing is and if he actually saves the day or like what happens with all these characters and and even the villain and stuff like that i think that it's a good tease so that way you're, you're like your natural instinct thing like you rock is that i need to read the next chapter because i just want to find yes. out what happens next and i think that's the feeling you want to get especially when you've got a, a first volume of a series that's the feeling the reader needs to have is that let me find out what's next because if you Absolutely. if you don't or like if you've out your reader on like in terms of the concept of it and you're like okay i can wait for the next volume let me yeah. whenever it releases. Um, here, it doesn't feel like that. I, it feels like I need to read the next chapter, right? Like, yes, let me get it. Yeah. Let me find it online. Let me find it. Let me find it if it has, it's on Viz already because I can't wait for the uh, next volume to physically release.
1: Absolutely. It 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 got me hooked, line and sinker. Uh, I know our, our plan was to read the first seven chapters for the podcast. And I, th- that's this is the test. Kevin, I know if I'm really mm-hmm. falling in love with something before the podcast, and I want to really speak highly of it. My test for me is, man, if I finish that seventh chapter and I'm like, all right, I'll come back to the rest later, then I know it's, eh, it's okay. If I finish that seventh chapter and I'm like, I'm done, okay, mm-hmm. then I know I'm not giving it a good review. But if I finish that seventh chapter and I roll straight and I just immediately roll right into the eighth chapter, we got a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm all in. Um, we we kind of touched on it, but I wanted to get your take on the art in general mm-hmm. over all seven chapters. What would you think? We touched on the backgrounds in in, in the, the final chapter, but what would you think overall from from... Yeah, the first seven chapters.
0: I think, um, dark isn't like super impressive in terms of like character designs. Cause I've seen all these character designs in yep. other manga. Yep. Um, and you can tell like, he definitely is inspired by one piece and like Hunter oh, yeah. Hunter, like you see that inspiration coming through in his artwork. Like Tayo is your typical spiky hair main character, like, and, um, and everything that like the designs are, aren't super impressive. It's just more everything together, I think is what works really well. And like, as you're reading the entire volume, you're especially when we get to the action that yeah. the characters really shine through. I think the artwork really yes. shines when yes. it comes to that. Cause again, like I said, uh, it, like the designs aren't super impressive, but it's all like everything together. I think it's once it's, everything's together and once you're getting more yes. into the world and you're more invested in it, I think the artwork looks even better. And even in motion, I think he, I CG is best when the characters are in motion, I think in this entire series, like when the characters are just kind of interacting with each other, it's kind of like the typical artwork I would find in any, slice of life uh, manga, like where everybody has like their own quirky designs, but it's not super quirky where um, it's just kind of the typical manga uh, designs, Um, but it's more when the action starts breaking out that really like Hitsiji really stands out and just uh, I'm very impressed with the sense of motion that he gives all the action.
1: Uh, You and I are in the same boat then completely. Your take's pretty much mine Uh, because the characters, I want to say, the characters are all each character has a unique design, but none of the designs are unique. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> they all look different from each other, but not a single design is a unique design that you know. You see, you know, there are certain manga that where you read it, and you're like, I, I know, you know. You read mm-hmm. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you can pick out that character design immediately. You, you see yeah. a character away from the the manga, and you know what that is from, yeah. right? Uh, not here. If I just showed you a character in isolation, you wouldn't be able to go, oh, that's clearly. Mm-hmm. X manga, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm with you that the scenes where they're just standing around, the art is it's fine. It it it, it, it it's fine. It's it's not anything great. It's not bad. It, it's whatever. It's fine. It's it's like you said. You you've seen it before. Yeah, but once we get to the action scenes, Kevin, that's where I think Hitsuchi shines bright because you're right. The motion the amount of motion and kinetic energy and fluidity is phenomenal. And I just think the action scenes just grab the reader so intensely. His art is gorgeous in those moments. So I I really, really, really really like that.
0: And and I think also the other thing that um, is noticeable is like the way he does the character expressions as well during these action sequences, like where like, really good, like, Tayo's character kind of almost feels like a change it goes through a change during the action sequences yes. where he becomes more serious his design yeah. feels even different because of how yep. serious he looks and I think that goes back to the expression I think that's always important with any action sequences is what the character's facial expressions are during that's that cuz that that also could help out with the sense of motion of like the characters are reacting along with the action and I think that really works to the advantage of the of everything that HitCG is drawing during that time um because the characters still have their basic design but at the same time he's kind of warping them a little bit so that they yeah. match what's going on
1: yep totally agree totally agree the, the the characters their faces they're all wonderful it's a lot of it's really good emotion it really lends mm-hmm. to the story so yeah I'm, I'm with you i overall the art was you know it once you get to those action scenes it just blows you away i didn't see that coming i was yeah. i was wow this is amazing <laughs> <What> yeah. <happened?" laughs>
0: yeah. So i think suffice to say that i think we both enjoyed this and i think yes. it's it's always for me, it's a cheat code when you have like spy, like a spy story a little bit because oh, yeah. that's my favorite thing of like it type of stories is always like when you get like these secret spies and all that stuff. Like I think that's always a cheat code. That's why I love Spy X Family, yep. but and I, I think he does such a good job in terms of taking that kind of spy aesthetic and then just making it his own. I uh, hate making it his own, so that way, like you, you do feel invested in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I want to ask Kevin because I know that we've talked about this before. How Shonen uh, Jump will often release you know several manga of a particular genre at the same time almost yeah. like ab testing abc testing if it's more than two and Spikes family came out in march of 2019 mission yuzuka Yuz- oh, sorry mission yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuzukura family came out in august 2019 very close to each other uh do you like them which spy the battle between the two spy manga this is a hard one kevin yeah. One I, you I, I, over I, the I, other. Well, put it this way. Maybe not that, because I like both of them a lot. I think you like them both a lot too. Yeah. I think I'm picking up. What What do you think? uh each one does better than the other one. What What is their unique trait that they do better than the other one?
0: I think um, in terms of unique trait, I think for for Spike's family, like I, as much as I enjoy enjoy every aspect of it, I think yeah. its strength is always going to be the comedy as comedy and and things yeah. like that. I think with Yasukura Ye- family, the comedy is more the traditional comedy that I expect from manga, like yes. what I expect in any manga. It's not blowing me out of the way. It's not making me laugh really. But I think it's the action that really, where Yasukura family stands out more than Spike's family. Spike's family does really well. I think, especially like uh, at a, it's like most the most recent chapters, like yes. with the Thorn Princess arc, has his, the artwork has stepped up when it comes to the action sequences when that's the focus. But I, I would say yozakura yeah, family the action is much better from what i've seen in this these first seven chapters i'll give it the leg up on that but i think it also kind of speaks to how we've talked about with all, all these mangaka of like where, where they start off with like yeah. sometimes it's just you catch lightning in the bottle where maybe yep. he had his the, the ones shot for family was what shonen was looking for because it was another spy story <laughs> they see how successful spyx family is like let's just green light this spy story because it's something that our readers are looking looking towards and sometimes just kind of speaks to where shonen jump is at that moment what kind of stories they're looking for because they're looking for superhero stories when my hero academia first comes out okay we need to get more superhero stories to see if that's the genre that we should get more into and have more of those type of manga in our weekly shonen jump or any of our other magazines um and i just think that that's what it speaks more to than it just speaking to like uh that's kind of oh every author following in you know, some of <laughs> footsteps. like we're, like sometimes we see like yeah. a year or two after yeah, yeah, like a successful sure. manga is going on I'm, i uh-huh. think this is more of a, a thing of like they saw SpyX family success and maybe hituji just caught yep. caught win, like maybe caught wind of that and did a story like it or it's just right time right place and everything yeah. like that that he happened to publish this one shot or or pitched this idea to his editor and it got published cuz that's what they were looking for
1: yeah yeah your your take on the two is about mine as well that's what i was going to say as well i think that that uh the uh spikes family does the does the does the, the character work in the slice of life is it's true and the comedy is its true strength it's yeah. real strength yeah. and it does it the best and i think that that uh mission yazakura family it's it's big strength is the is the action and that's what it does better i love them both though i love them both but i guess that's how i differentiate the two yeah
0: And it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because again, like you said, um, we we see so many manga that are kind of similar traits of uh, like this past year. It feels like we got a lot of mangas that are similar to Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer. Like people are following that Jujutsu Kaisen train a little bit. So Uh we 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 are starting to see a trend of like when these series are published. That you just got to look at what the most popular manga that got released at that time, and then see like you'll probably see a trend of what manga that that year are released um, because. That's that, like you said, it does fall fall in that spyx family, and you can see that maybe the mission y- y- Kuro family was happened to be the one that broke out yep. out of all the ones that, that got pitched or one mm-hmm. shot or and stuff like that. That this is the most successful one that was able to break away from just being in spyx family shadow. Wow. Kind Absolutely. of where like this year it seems like this year a lot of manga are following that Jujutsu Kaisen rap. Oh, but yeah. we have we seen a lot of unfortunately not as successful as Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh.
1: But <laughs> For but yeah sure. so it's it's <laughs> it's it's an
0: interesting trend like you said that that we're seeing that like people are following that of like what what's greenlit by by uh shonen jump yeah yeah all right awesome well yeah like i said i think rock you've already read ahead of me so but definitely after this event podcast i am going to be re- uh checking out the most re- uh recent chapters and i'm going to try and catch up to i think they're like at 142 143 chapters as of publishing this podcast so I'm excited to just catch up and see if I, I get through all that stuff, and it keeps my attention because I'm definitely invested in after this first volume.
1: Oh yeah, Kevin, I'm I'm all in. Are you kidding me? I'm 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 already on chapter fifteen. Uh, I'm 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 gonna burn through this thing faster than you can imagine. I love this. I'm I'm all in. I can't recommend it enough. People yeah. definitely definitely hop on to uh, Mission Yasukura Family. It's well worth. It's well worth your money and your time. This is this is a really good 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 manga.
0: Yeah, and I will say that um if you want to read along with us, they do have released the uh digital versions of it. You could obviously read up to like the most recent chapters on this yep. subscription service, but they have released a, the digital versions of each volume on Comixology and stuff since um December of 2020 um and we're actually getting the first physical release of the Sakura family in October 18th of this year. So like we're if you're into physical Media and want, and that's how you experience your manga. Um, check out. Uh, make sure to keep an eye out for October eighteenth because that's when the first volume, um, first physical volume of the Kuro Family is going to be released here in the states. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, but outside of that,
1: again, Rock, thank you again for joining me on this podcast, and um, I hope you have a good rest of your day.